You're listening to the Elevate Your 8 podcast, where we firmly believe that time management and productivity is just a matter of simple mathematics and prioritization. Productivity guru and self-care ninja, Chris McPeak, will debunk your biggest time management limiting beliefs. It's time to hear from everyday people like you, sharing their tips and strategies for success and learning how you can incorporate small changes in your life in order to make the most of every hour in your day. If you're ready to prioritize, synthesize, and realize your daily needs and wants, you are in the right place. Here's your host, author, educator, and karaoke queen, Chris McPeak. Hello, everyone. This is Chris McPeak with the Elevate Your 8 podcast, and thank you so much for downloading today's episode. I am completely in denial that it's the month of December, and I think I also said that when it became November, but that's beside the point. This year, 2018 has gone by so fast, and I, I find myself thinking back, like, shouldn't it still be summer, or shouldn't it still be my birthday, which was in January, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I'm coming off a pretty amazing weekend with my swim team. Uh, was Short Course Meters Championships held in Commerce, California, and this meet was hosted by the amazing Long Beach Grunions. My good friend, Kenny Brisbane, you are an amazing man. Your entire team was fantastic this weekend. But I have to tell you, our team, Silver Peak Performance, they were fantastic. They all worked so hard and swam their little hearts out. And I'm so proud of this team and how much fun everybody had. And as for myself, yours truly had personal bests in two events and placed in three. So I am not feeling too bad about myself this week. But this weekend was exhausting. It was a complete and total (laughs) brain drain, and I did not want to get out of bed yesterday morning. So what I thought we'd focus on today is eight ways that you can survive a long weekend. And what I mean by a long weekend is any time that you are so involved in something that it seems to completely take any sort of planning or productivity completely out of the mix. So this weekend, a three-day swim meet for me winds up being an all-inclusive event. Um, And so it's pretty much the dominating factor of the weekend. And I'm sure that a lot of you have um, opportunities like that from time to time, whether they're family-related or they might be work travels or they might be events like a marathon race or a festival that you're doing for your work or your nonprofit or your volunteer space, things like that. So here we go. I'm going to talk to you about eight ways that you can navigate these big long weekends. The first thing is that you need to honor your sleep as best you can. And I know that's easier said than done when you feel like you don't have control over what's happening during the time and place of that one weekend. So for me, I will tell you that this is tricky, but I made it work because I reminded myself in this case that if I didn't have my sleep, I wasn't going to be able to perform. And I also wasn't going to be a good teammate if I came to the swim meet being all sleepy and groggy and things like that. So it was a little easier for me to tell myself if I don't honor my sleep plan and get my full eight hours, I'm not going to be any good for my team the next day. So I made myself go to bed between eight and nine o'clock 
so I could get up between four and five and, and feel good about that. So that's step one. Honor your sleep as best you can. The second one is to eat. And that might seem obvious, like, well, of course I'm going to eat because that's what I do. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I eat. But when you're, when you're running around and you don't really have full control over the schedule or the placement of events or when things happen, it's hard to figure out like, okay, I'm going to eat straight up my lunch at 12.30 p.m. today, but I might not be able to do that because I might be 10 minutes removed from having to warm up for an event or actually be on the blocks getting ready to dive in the water. So what makes the whole eating thing work for us on these long weekends at the swim meets is that we pack crazy amounts of portable snacks and things that are easy to dig into. Um, Lots of dry fruit, lots of granola bars, lots of bananas and oranges, lots of water, um, and then things that have quick energy like gummy worms and pretzels, peanut butter pretzels things of that nature. Um, So that's the second tip is that in scenarios like this, you got to eat, you got to fuel yourself. Number three is actually a caveat to number two, you need to eat, but you got to eat as clean as you possibly can. So I realized that I just sort of zeroed that out by saying that we take gummy worms to the swim meet. Um, So that in itself is probably not the best role modeling scenario. But my husband tends to have some sugar issues sometimes. And so we like to be able to have something on hand that he can get a quick sugar boost from if his sugars are low. But in talking about don't bring a lot of processed junk food um, into the mix too. So do try to bring fruit. Do try to bring things that are that are not very processed and that are as close to nature as possible. Things like nuts, oranges, bananas, um, even like grapes or carrot sticks. Those things are good too. That's number three. Eat, but try to eat as clean as possible. Number four is another caveat off of two and three, and that's to absolutely positively do the best that you can to stay hydrated. Um, and, and we do that in a number of ways. We pack, we always pack at least a case or two of water to have at the pool deck. And, you know, we're able to share that with our teammates. I am constantly pulling water bottle out of the bag to hand over to Charles and make sure that he stays hydrated. And I just re- keep refilling my hydro flask with the, the bottled water or I head over to the drinking fountain if there's one there. Um, we also bring some energy drinks. Um, we keep Pedialyte on hand as well because it's got good electrolytes in it. Um, Again, trying to put hydration that's not overly sugared um, or full of too many chemicals and, and keep the body as hydrated as possible. Today's podcast episode is being brought to you by Teamy. That's T-E-A-M-I. Teamy Tea Blends, beauty products, and amazing gift bundles. So we're fully into the holiday season, right? And if you're anything like me, you tend to get just a little off-center during this time of year. There are last-minute product projects to finish at the office, holiday parties, family get-togethers, gift exchanges, cookie exchanges, and those dreaded trips to the mall. All of this can wear your body down and leave you feeling a little stressed and anxious. Teamy features tea blends such as Detox, Relax, Boost, Energy, and Alive, among many others, to help you keep going and ease that holiday funk. And with Teamy's amazing bundles, you can not only de-stress for yourself, but you can handle all of that holiday shopping in one fell swoop and no trips to the mall. You can save 30% off your order of $100 or more with the coupon code CHRISTGIFT5. That's K-R-I-S-G-I-F-T-5. 
Check the show notes for more coupon codes and Teamy specials and leave all of that holiday stress behind you. Okay, we're going to get off the food and beverage thing for a second. Tip number five is to demonstrate gratitude. When you are not in control of your schedule at an event or a particular weekend work-related situation, it's, it's really easy to get grouchy and grumpy and think like, I'm so pissed off that I have to be doing this, I have to be giving up my weekend, or I'm so exhausted, this is so much work. But any of these things have to have a positive swing to it, and you have to know why you're there, or you just have to figure out a way to not be there next time, I suppose. What I mean by demonstrating gratitude is just finding a space and time at these events where you're looking at everything that you're doing and the people who are around you and being able to say, I'm so appreciative of this opportunity to be with my teammates. I'm so appreciative of this opportunity to do these extra things with my family. I'm so appreciative of this opportunity to support my employer in doing this event with him, with her, with my coworkers, with my colleagues, with my fellow swimmers, with my siblings, etc. So find something in the stretch of that big event that's taking up your entire weekend and be able to say thank you and express gratitude for that. Okay, the sixth way to navigate and stay productive during the framework of a very long weekend event is to celebrate. One way or another, there's going to be something that happens at that event or in this particular situation with your family or your employer that's going to feel really good for you and you're just going to want to raise your hands in triumph and say, that's awesome, we kicked ass, we did it. In our case, it was we were able to celebrate little moments all weekend. Anytime someone would finish a race and they would beat their seed time or they had such a strong performance, they won their heat or they came from behind and passed somebody before they hit the wall. Things like that are so exciting. It's very easy when you're at a sports event in particular to celebrate when, you're, when your teammates are doing well and when you're, when you're performing at your top. Um, but in the framework of a work event or a family event to be able to celebrate, I mean, you're getting together with your family during this time of year because that's what you do. Celebrate the holidays and be with the people that you love. So remember the occasion that you're coming together for and be able to say, I really enjoy celebrating in this moment with my family and my friends. If it's a work-related event and you have to be there, um, remember that you're celebrating your employer and your employer's achievements and the goal of whatever event that you happen to be staffing and working at, you want to be able to celebrate that you have the opportunity to do that um, and that your employer feels strongly enough about your performance and your abilities that they want you at this event to be making sure that it goes well. So those are things to celebrate. And I hope that that argument there makes sense to you guys. That's number six. Okay, number seven is to try and figure out some way that you can have a decent re-entry period. Um, for me, that was easier said than done because I could not afford to take time off this week from my day job because I literally go from one big event to another big event. This Friday is uh, a big scholarship event for the community college where I work, and I'm primarily responsible for making sure that this event goes off. So any other time of the year, I would have taken Monday off after a three-day swim meet and had some extra time to nap and 
do some chores at the house, things like that. And I didn't really have that opportunity this time around. So my re-entry was just to make sure that I had good long meditation time both before I went to bed on Sunday and when I woke up on Monday. And Monday morning, I tried to make sure that I got in the office before the rest of my colleagues so that I could sort of take a peruse of my office and look around and check my piles and take a quick peek at my email before sitting down to get into the day and just remind myself that, um, you know, it's going to be a tough week, I'm going to be really, really busy, but everything's happening for a reason. And everything that's supposed to go well is going to go well. And I have no worries about that at all. Um, so that's my re-entry for this scenario, given that I have two busy weekends back to back. But but on a normal situation, if I had a three-day swim meet over the weekend or I'd been traveling for work, I would definitely have a day-long buffer to serve as my re-entry before I get back into the, the nitty-gritty of the, the day-to-day. So that's number seven. And then number eight, the eighth trick for getting through long weekends and staying productive is to debrief your experience and then move forward. So for us, and especially for Charles and I, because we oversee the the management of the team, you know, I do the admin stuff and he does the coaching. But um, on the, the drive home from day three, we were able to sort of talk about what we think went well and what we think didn't go so well and how we would want to approach a three-day swim meet weekend moving forward and then we get home and we unload the vehicle and we go inside and we let it go um that event is over and it's finished and we feel good about it and we have our tips for what to do different next time and then we get up and and move on to the next thing so I think it's good to be able to kind of talk through with yourself or with your staff or with your significant other or even you know if this is a a a long family weekend and you're doing family celebrations um think about like what was the the part about the family celebration and went really well or did you wind up having an argument again with uncle ted about politics and that maybe you decide for the next family event you don't want to talk to uncle ted about politics and if he starts to bring up politics you're just going to change the subject right away and talk about football or something like that um so debriefing and moving forward when you're coming off a a long weekend whether it's work related or whether it's family related is really just a good way to sort of put that event behind you feel good about it and move on to the next thing so those are in a nutshell, my eight tips for navigating through a long, busy weekend and staying productive and keeping sane. Um, I hope this is helpful for you guys as you get further and further into the holiday season with whatever long weekends uh, are going to be on your to-do list. And if you ever want to talk through this stuff, you can find me at our Facebook page, Career Change Mastermind, and you can connect with us by going to my webpage, silverpeakdevelopment.com forward slash community, and you can find all the details about joining that group there. And as always, um, check the show notes for more details. And I look forward to connecting with you guys next week on the Elevate Your 8 podcast. Elevators, I'm out of here. Have a great week.